0: Hey, welcome to Wolf's Watch. I'm Wolf. Thanks for being part of the conversation. And today we are having five mistakes that eat your profits, part four. You know, it's Friday. You're going to want to have something that really is an upbeat note. At the same time, consider this. And when you are making changes, like the gentleman I was talking to today is excited. They're shifting their company over to uh, Salesforce, which is a great CRM, great tool to have within a company. There's a lot, too. There's a lot of moving parts to consider. Now, this is someone who's, you know, they're excited about bringing that into their business and should be. When you're making the change like that, you know, this is what these five things that we're talking about, the five mistakes are related to those kind of changes. When you're bringing in a new piece of software, launching a new process for serving a customer, Making things more efficient, which is hugely important right now, right? With high inflation, recession, kicking in all kinds of economic chaos chaos headlines going on around us, you need to look at efficiency. How do we keep increasing profit margins? How do you keep increasing profit margins within your company? So one of the things to watch for, especially when making changes to how you operate internally for efficiency, always ask this question. When you miss this question, it's something that will eat your profits. Before we get that, let me share a story with you. There's a, a company that uh, produced custom kitchen cabinets and they sold to housing development. So this would be something where they would deliver sets of custom kits, kitchen cabinets to job sites where you know 200 plus are being installed at one time. They may not be familiar with this. In, in construction projects, it is not uncommon to, as you get closer to doing the internal fit and finish, like putting cabinets in, putting the trim on the walls, starting to paint things, lay carpet down. The you know, schedule has slipped a little bit. So there's a lot of pressure on the companies that supply that, a lot of pressure on the people that install it to do it faster because already off schedule. Some or sometimes a lot custom having every cabinet set custom for each kitchen was a great option. It was great for those that are selling the units. Makes it a challenge to deliver on time or to deliver faster to the job site, especially when the schedule is running late, right? So as it slips, runs late, once those cabinets are delivered, where do you store them on the job site? Well, here is an innovation that was great for the company was far more efficient, gave them much better margins, much more uh, efficient internal processes, made it easier for their team to produce the cabinets. They came out with a set of designs. They said, look, what if we, instead of creating custom cabinets for every unit, what if we were to offer you a set, like six, 12 designs, they could have minor changes and maybe the hardware, the knobs, the design, you know, the style of the hinge to, to give them a little bit different look. But basically, say you've got 12 to choose from. That's not the actual number they use, but they, they had a fixed set. And it was big enough that the developers went, you know what, that would be great. Because what they included in our offer was, we'll ha- you call us and let us know when you're ready to install them. And we guarantee we'll have them on the job site ready to install within 24 hours that is when the developers went you do that you got it you got the contract and they they owned their market niche after that they they've got the biggest they locked in the biggest developers in their region as a regional service and they were able to deliver it made it possible to scale the business because they had far more efficient Uh, processes internally because not every time they built cabinets for a customer, wasn't a completely custom job. So they followed, if you were looking at automotive, for example, automotive, you have a lot of mass customization in automobiles. Look at all the different options that you can order basic cars, the same, but you can get different sound systems, for example, not to, not to take that too far. So they did the, they did what delivered more value for the customer while meeting their need in internal operations. And that is the fourth mistake that wanted to talk with you about that will eat your profits. If you are making internal changes, right? If it's within your company and you are not asking, how does this change add value to the customer's experience value in the customer's eyes? when we deliver what we're we're making for the customer to them. You have to ask that question. If you don't, you can make internal changes that are very efficient for you that are not good customer experience and actually make the customer experience worse. Give your customers an incentive to look for options to your service, to your products. Take for example, AI bots, customer service AI. Have Have you dealt with that yet? If you haven't, oh, I feel your pain when you do, if you have, I still feel your pain. I have to do you call up, you either go on chat online, or if you can find a phone number, you call them up and you get an automated system. And it's an AI driven bot as they call it robots an automated process. And the questions are limited. The responses are limited. I have yet to find a bot that can possibly actually solve the problem. I've called in for so what it does is it's very efficient cost-wise for the companies to do that. And we're not going to pick on the companies that are doing it. If you're doing that for your company, shame on you. Your competition is going to use that as leverage. It's just not a good thing. Moment of silence for your business. Here's the thing. Those AI bots violate the customer experience, the value of the customer experience the customer being becoming a raving fan for you because they can't get a live person they don't have that connection if you find a way to efficiently deliver highly competent direct human interaction now you've got an you've got a com- competitive edge over your competition that does do that because people value dealing with other people now maybe a mix of the two is just whatever you do, find that, find that way to deliver more value to your customer. Don't give them an AI bot, which really just kind of says, you know what? We don't care. We don't even want to talk to you. You know, now we got your money. If you got an issue or a question, tough break. You Now talk to the computer. It, it, it's an electronic version of talk to the hand. So here's something to do. Shop your customers or not your customers. I'm sorry. Shop your competition. If they're doing something like that, there's an opportunity for you to beat them. To provide more value. So food for thought, are you working as the owner of your company? Are you working with your people to stay focused on that question? The question being the changes that we're making within the company. How does that provide value in the eyes of the customer? Because if you become more efficient and it makes a worse customer experience, or it does not increase the value in the customer's eyes. What kind of return on investment are you getting? How are you moving ahead of your competition in this marketplace and the kind of chaos that we have around us right now, economically, real and imagined, the relationship with your customer is more important than ever, right? We hear people talk about the relationship economy. Come on, you're a business person. You're an entrepreneur. You know, it's always been about relationships, right? Businesses are always about relationships because it's people. There's people inside the business. It's all about relationships, getting stuff done, having the right people in the right seats, creating high-performance teams. It's all about relationships. Customer, getting the customer to spend money with you. That's about the relationship with the customer, right? So ask that question. Mistake number four, failing to ask the question, how does this change that we're making internally provide more value to the customer externally? That'll keep you from making mistakes that eat your profits. That's it for this Wolf's Watch. That is number four of five. So looking forward to talking to you after the weekend. Have an awesome weekend. Thanks for being part of Wolf's Watch. Part of the conversation. Smash that like button. Throw in a comment. I want to hear from you. If you're watching this on replay, you got a comment, a question, throw it in. We keep track and we respond. I love having the you know this is a conversation 21st century television live and interactive have an awesome weekend I'll see you on the